0: there we go so we uh, we always said that we were going to do a, um, a podcast based on the two last england games so obviously andorra and poland this evening so let's make a jolly good start with andorra the first of the two england games um from the last couple of days um th- what did you think let's go straight into it callum i know you've got a list the length of that's not going mad your arm um <laughs> so you've made a list like I said to you I deleted mine without even thinking about it um but for me there was a couple of good points but make a start what were your what did you think of the game
1: um well I enjoyed the game um I didn't love the first half. I didn't love the first half of the second half. Um, so, actually, I didn't enjoy the game too much. But it was good. Um, we made we made a completely um, different team. Um, everyone got a chance, which I was expecting, really, after the first game. Yeah. Um, Andorra weren't anything too scary. We didn't need to... Um, I mean, our second team is still the equivalent to a very good Premier League team, whilst Andorra's is the equivalent to... Not a lot. So I mean we give Bamford a chance um on his birthday, which was good. Um, and we give Lingard a go, Saka on his birthday, uh, Cody and Mings had a go. Trent played in midfield, um, Trippier back in, Reese James, Sam Johnston. So it was it was good to see um fresh players. You could tell at times that they hadn't played together because a lot of them have never played together. Yeah. Um, and it, it was okay. There was It was a bit slow at times, um, but I mean the standout players for me throughout the game. um, The one standout player was Jude Bellingham. Without doubt, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, Absolutely my God. outrageous. In fact, just on another note, I've heard that Liverpool will be launching an 80 million pound bid for him from Dortmund. And for an 18-year-old, that is just ridiculous. Um, I mean, yeah. the, he's demonstrated himself so well on the international stage, but not even that in the Champions League. Yes, I remembered against City um <laughs> last season. I mean, he had the ball in the back of the net at one point versus Edison, it should have been chalked. On the scoreboard, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, the, the the kid is a superstar already. So anyway, go on. What were you saying about him?
1: Yeah, no, I just, I completely agree. He, he looked like the most senior player on the pitch. Um, <laughs> does, and I believe yeah. he was the youngest. Yeah. Oh my God. He was just, I mean, it was his drag back. That is awesome. Little drag back before the goal. Um, Mings uh, put the tackle in and then Billing, uh, Bellingham got the ball, pulled a nice little drag back in and then got the ball to Lingard. Um, and then gave it back to Saka, who gave it yeah. back to Lingard, who scored. But it was Bellingham who really started off the move with a great piece of skill. Um, and just throughout, I mean, there was there was a point where he was up against the corner flag um, and he rolled the ball across, put it through someone's legs and then went through a bunch of players. I, and think I just, I'm...
0: I think I'm not mistaken in saying he took on three players in that kind of, you know, when people do the training in like a box, if you like, it is absolutely for yeah. that reason, just to, you know, get out of a tight situation. And he it was king of that in that moment. Um, I mean, I've, the, the amount of times I've seen that on Twitter is ridiculous. Yeah, he, I mean, the, I've said it before, he's a superstar.
1: Yeah, big time. And it's it's his age, that's great, but it's the position he plays as well. Like, he, he's he's a, he's a midfielder, but he plays with such sort of... He's got all of the attributes um, that he needs, attacking-wise, defensive-wise. Yeah. He controls the the middle of the pitch. Um, he looks great in every area, and I tweeted today. I'm I'm just. I'm not um, upset, but I wanted to kind of see what he was like um, in the, the in the starting eleven. Yeah, today yeah. I, I know that we the the Calvin Phillips and Rice pivot it doesn't really need messing around with. Um, and Poland showed today that they weren't um, a team to kind of rest players against. But then we said as well when we were texting during the Andorra game when he came off, it would have been nice for him to stay on when Kane, Grealish, and Mount came on um, and see what they could do. It's the same with Bamford. It would have been nice to see if he could have stayed on with the big boys. Yeah. Um because especially with henderson's passing which is sideways backwards, if it was forwards it was going out for a throw or a goal kick um and Bellingham was just kind of bringing that that all round midfield performance and it would been nice to see it
0: I totally agree yeah i think um i'll start i'll start with the henderson substitution I think that was the wrong thing to do they wanted to bring a bit of leadership on and I get that, but he absolutely um he there was no forward passing about him. It, like every pass was, well, it, not the fact it was the incorrect pass, but it was just the defensive pass. You know, they were, he would go back to the defence, he would go sideways. And that's just not what, what we, as a fan, we don't want that. You know, the, the reason that we, that we love Mason Mount, that we love Jude Bellingham, and, and I loved your piece that you did on Mason Mount, because it was that you, you don't appreciate him at all you you see him as that link between him and Grealish you know in that corner and you know down that line but actually, the amount of work that he does in the middle of the park that he does everywhere else he 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 was fine doing that role he had the protection of Rice and Phillips which that's one of the best partnerships I've seen on from any team in a long time to be honest with you like you know you'll go about all these defensive partnerships and we talked about it in the last podcast I think it was Vidic and Ferdinand for example but it's a totally different partnership because Phillips is going about you know up top of the park and things like that and you've got Rice who is just he was outstanding tonight with, was Rice and the two of them either one of them has a great game or they both have a superb game it's one or the other they don't let each other down and um, the goal tonight when we'll come on to that later on was not their fault it was just a superb piece of play to, to, uh, in my opinion anyway and um, And going back to the substitutions that were made during Andorra, you know, Grealish and Mount, great substitutions. I don't think Harry Kane needed to come on. I think that Bamford just needed a bit, you know, that great service. And I've seen loads of tweets and I even had a bit of an argument with somebody over it. But, um, you know, very much a playful argument, I think it's fair to say. But I think that Bamford's service was just not good enough. You know, when he, when he's with Leeds, it comes from all over the place, whether it's Harrison, Rafinha, Dan James will definitely provide that, um, especially with his pace. It, it comes from so many different areas and there was none of that. It was, it was almost like we were trying to play the Arsenal way of score that perfect goal and it just isn't... I'm not going to say it's not possible on the international stage because it is, quite frankly, and it always will be. You see the Germany score tonight, for example, and it certainly is. But, I mean, Kane's goal tonight proves that the perfect goal just isn't always the way to go through it. And sometimes you need to pick it out of nothing. And if Bamford was given some space, given some, not the space, sorry, because that's created from all over, but given the service, it could have happened from nothing like that. You know, whether it was a header... I think he would have scored a header quite easily, to be honest with you. Um, I'm just trying to think where else I was going with that. We'll go on to Lingard because I know that he... W- you know, was it two goals and an assist? Super performance.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was five shots, um, two of them on target, which were the goals and an assist. That He ended up having 79 touches altogether. He was instrumental during that game. Um, yeah. He'd come in and out of the play... Um, and yeah, like I said, he scored in the first half. Um, that was just great from him. And then the yeah. second half, um, he scored from <clears throat> another cross from Saka. Um, so he just he looked great all over. I can see why um, he played so well for West Ham. I'm just so frustrated that he's still at Man United because he's yeah. not gonna he's not gonna get around the lineup. I mean, he'll he'll make this he'll come on for Fernandez at times, um, but he's shown again. Um, but us as England, why you should be um, starting at a team you do so well at West Ham, or oh,
0: well, he did, didn't he? Let's be honest, he, you know, he would help that team to European glory potentially, you know, with the way that he played last season,
1: yeah, definitely. Even like even if it wasn't West Ham, Everton, Villa, you just it just causes. Um, he just causes headaches for defenders and it's, it's yeah. it's frustrating that he spent so long at Man United now as well, because he's not a youngster anymore. Um, and this, we could have seen so much more out of him over the past few seasons. It took them a long time to loan him out in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was great. Um, he was good when, before the subs came on, he was good when the subs came on. Um, so I reckon he could, he could definitely stake a claim for the being in the starting 11, let alone actually being in the squad. He wasn't even in the Euro squad. Um And he just looks great. I mean, he was great in the World Cup. We loved him during the World Cup. Everyone was um, frustrated that he got into the squad and then he was great during the World Cup as well. Um, So he just needs to be given a chance. I'm not actually sure why he's just not been given a chance by anyone (laughs) at all. Well, this
0: is it. it. It will be based on the fact that he's not playing for United. Um, unfortunately, you know, if he was playing for West Ham, uh, it's the standard that he was last season, it's quite simple, you know, he'd be given that chance, but at the moment, because Grealish and Sterling are just so reliable for England, and there's, to be fair, there's nobody really keeping them out, and I know we're going to come on to this, but there's, you know, Saka and Arsenal, not exactly performing brilliantly, he only performs when he's at England, but when you've got Grealish and Sterling playing as well, you know, why, it's almost like a why change, you know, why modify it if it's You know, if we're playing like a Poland like we were tonight and you need that reliability, you know, you need those two to dribble into the box, that confidence they've got. Before we do move on, I want to have a sack of appreciation. He's not big at all. He's not very tall in the slightest, yet he climbed above and scored a header. It's like watching Messi score a header, if I'm being honest with you. It was absolutely hilarious to watch him climb above that defender (laughs) and put the ball I was like that's you know that needs to be mentioned so fair play Saka I know you watch it I know you listen fair play to you (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, it was was great. I know he's listening right now and I just want to say happy birthday for that day as well. Um, And thanks for scoring. I think it just as well, it shows like the the determination um, to get up and and win that header. I I used to, when we lost to Iceland in the Euros um, all those years ago, I remember just seething after the game. Rooney and um, the players around the pitch, I was just thinking, saying... Um, they just they just turn up for their clubs because they get the paycheck and they put the England shirt on and it's easy. These boys want to play for England and they love it and they love each other and Saka was desperate to get a goal and oh, I could tell in Bamford's face I was good for Bamford. I could see it in his eyes that he just wanted to score um, and cap off his, his, um, his, his debut, debut but... Yeah. But that's it. That's what we need to be winners. You need that hunger um, from all the players. You can't just have all the players. Like I said, we're going to come on to this, but you can't just have Liverpool, City, Man United players, uh, Chelsea players on a big wage, throw them in um, and just go, right, he goes playing for England this week. Well, we've tried that one.
0: That's it. We've tried it in the past with Lampard's, Gerrard's, Scholes, you know, how, how do you get them all in midfield? Quite simply, you, it doesn't work. You know, they, yeah. they didn't gel. Whereas I heard it on the radio this morning. Um, It's like Club England. It is club football for the boys there now because they are such a tight unit. And it is you know, they are that good because I think it massively helps that Southgate's in charge. He's been through the system. He's coached the under twenty ones. I want to say it was. It was one of the under groups anyway, wasn't it? But he has just made that group perfect to 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 work with. To be honest with you, not well perfect in the sense of you know you can see on the pitch that they all are. So it's like they're all good mates you know the, the videos on youtube and it's you know all that kind of thing it's brought us closer together to the team but at the same time you see them as a unit and it's perfect you see them as a, like I say club england so anyway um I want to move on to the um onto the game tonight onto Poland so um I've made a few notes on this one as well as yourself because it, it was frustrating to watch at times because I'm going to start with the first question. let's not spend too long on this one, but was it too physical for England tonight based on well based on the yeah based on the game what you've seen
1: yeah, I mean yeah, I think maybe I don't think that um this seems too bad. I mean I saw Walker bullying people off the ball. I think that's why the collision started at half time because um Glick uh, pulled on Kyle Walker's chin and then I saw that um, how
0: nasty was that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I hate. It. Don't get me started on him. I think he looks like that marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. <laughs> I can't stand him. He's a, he's only thirty three. I thought he was about forty when I looked at him. Yeah, like, no. Oh my god! And he was he was just the legs were breaking every few minutes. He looked like he was going to fall apart. I can't stand oh. him. But um, he got absolutely terrored by Walker when the ball came into the box. Just got yeah. just got shown what strength is. Um, so I don't know if it it might have been too physical then. I think they were just they were just frustrating. They were playing for a draw um, because that yeah. keeps them in the World Cup. You saw how, um, yeah, in the World Cup qualifiers, you could see how much they were celebrating at the end. Um, you text me saying it looked like we were playing for a draw, which I think it gave me bad flashbacks to the Scotland game um, yeah. during the Euros where it was, well, if we get a point now, then we're definitely qualified through the third place qualification. I thought, this is Gareth. Like this is, this is the bits where you, where you have to take your Gareth hat off when we look like we're playing for draws and what's the most sensible approach. But, I mean, it it just looked like one of those games. It happens to everyone. It happens to all the big teams. I think our team right now is just massive. I think we've got a great squad um, all over the pitch, and I can't fault... Many players, so I think we are a massive team, um, and it looked like there just needed to be a moment of magic from us to get to get the win. Otherwise, it was going to be a draw. We got the moment of magic. It was an absolutely a beautiful goal. Um, Glorious
0: finish, wasn't it? It was out of nothing. I, I mean, I sent you a message saying Kane has been non-existent in this game. And, you know, he was, he was dropping in deep. He was basically playing the Rooney role as Rooney got older. And I was just, you know, and it was starting to frustrate me a bit. So I was like, Kane, you are meant to be that focal point in the box. And at times there was just no one there to deliver the ball to. And it was just like, it was frustrating to watch. And then all of a sudden he just picked up the ball, took a touch and just bang. And it really was a bang. And I looked at it and I just went like that you know, (laughs) arms up in the air, it was so unexpected. (laughs) Absolutely yeah. unexpected. Um it was. It didn't I look think...
1: like it was going in that way either that we were that we were gonna be able to break through. So it was like we didn't actually break through. It we needed we needed that moment. Um and it was unbelievable and the swerve at the end of it. And when he went to when he went to hit it, I had like the Sergio Aguero Vinnie Company moment of don't <laughs> shoot <laughs> thinking it's gonna go into the top stand. I saw Lewandowski do a few of those by the way. Um yeah, I thought yeah. that was coming. I thought, Oh dear, this is gonna be and it's gonna then bend he just right.
0: Right in the corner, but then obviously yeah, just over the... I know which ones you're referring to, yeah. I, I must also say, though, the pundits were saying, yeah, oh, yeah, Chesney should have got to the ball there. And I must admit, it you know, it looked like it was going straight at him in, first, in the first instance. Yeah. And then that swerved just at the end. And I just thought, that's being a bit harsh. He, he didn't dive late. Well, no, sorry, he did dive late because the ball swerved so late. But so, yeah, I mean great goal fantastic finish very I mean out of nothing but that's what his job is it's to put the ball in the back of net the, at the drop of a hat so what I want to talk to you about is because I know that you saw a couple of tweets as well Grealish moved to City he gets started straight away you know when he was at Villa and we saw this in the Euros he was coming on as a substitution in like the 60th 65th 70th minute um, I've got my thoughts go first though what are you thinking
1: yeah, um, so this is the thing. I've seen these tweets, um, and I, I understand it completely. Um, yeah. He has literally just um, moved to City and started both games. And the starting eleven today and the starting eleven against Hungary is the exact same as the final of the Euros, except Grealish is in for Trippier, making yeah. it back for Grealish on the wing. Um, so yes, it's convenient, <clears throat> which you can't ignore and it's definitely going to yeah, yeah. just come straight in now that he's moved to city. Yeah. Um. But I think he's worked his way into the team as well. He wasn't like, it's not like, I mean, we hit that the social media crowd had to absolutely hound Gareth into giving him a start. Um, it does feel getting like him to that, the squad. It? Yeah. 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 And now it seems like we've hounded him into giving him the start, but he's earned it. He, he, I think he, there was an injury that got him into the squad in the first place before, um, the Euros for friendlies and everything like that. And I'm trying to think who it was
0: now. Keep on going and I'll to think who it was.
1: Yeah, it was something that got him in um, and he showed that he was worth the punt. I think
0: it was Rashford, um,
1: actually. It might have been it sounds like that'd be right. It's always Rashford. Right yeah. He's always injured.
0: But then I, I forgot the feeling that he might have been in there until his shoulder injury because he took a penalty, in fact no he took a penalty didn't he? So it wasn't him. No, did he no he didn't take a penalty what am I talking oh no he did take a penalty. What am I talking about?
1: Oh you're talking in the Euros final
0: no, but Grealish. Oh yes, I am talking about the Euros. No, he was he was only brought into the squad at some point, and I can't remember who got injured, and it's going to really annoy me as that now. But anyway, <laughs> let's yeah, let's keep on going with the subject at hand.
1: Yeah, no, he was he he definitely only got into the squad through an injury, and he's proven all along that he's worth actually being in the team. Um, and he's been. Um, incredible like tonight he's just when he gets the ball the way he dribbles he gets fouled all the time he's the most fouled player in the league for a reason oh without a doubt so, yeah he's so difficult to get the ball off um, he's incredible and I think he if he was at Villa um, now I think he'd still have started the last few games that's the point I'm trying to make I yeah. know it's convenient that he has come in after getting that big money move. But, I mean, Declan Rice plays for West Ham, um, Calvin Phillips and Bamford play for Leeds. Yeah. Uh, no offence. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and there are players around the team that are playing for those kind of mid-chasing European yeah. um, places. So... Uh, I mean, it's, Jesus, it's Saka's a,
0: in the team and he's in Arsenal. Look where they whoa, are.
1: Oh, he's bottom of the league. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, to be fair, that's, that's the point I was going towards, to be fair. Um, I, and I said it too you earlier on, but, you know, blatantly, Saka, Saka just can't get a game at the moment because Sterling is so reliable. Um, <clears> but if you think about who else was playing on that wing, you've got Foden, he's injured. Uh, Rashford, mm. shoulder injury, he's injured, obviously. I'm um, you know, the, the, obviously Rashford plays on the left. I can't remember who else used to play on the left, but obviously Sancho, he's injured at the moment. So, I mean, that's three players out that have all been linked to a starting position in that team, especially during the Euros when you think of Foden, you think of Saka as well. So Grealish, as much as he's in that team at the moment on merit, it'll be interesting when all these players come back, will he still have that starting, starting position? I, I think I'm with you. He warrants it because he's so good. He dribbles so well. Like you said, he's the most fouled player in the Premier League for that reason. Um he is that player that if if he's in the box, he gets fouled, he's gonna get a penalty. Yeah. Maybe seven or eight times out of ten, because every now and then you do but you do think if the ref's gonna judge it as a dive. So anyway, but I, I absolutely think he warrants that place, without a doubt.
1: Definitely. And yeah, I, I'm um I'm happy with him being there. I just think In fact, going back to the game tonight, um, there was no subs from us and you could see players like Grealish um, going forward and then defensively it all started getting a bit leggy um, and all of the um, subs came on. Five of them came on towards the back end of the game and everyone started to look... yeah, 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 sorry, from Poland. And they all started to kind of pile on the pressure and you could tell our players were tired and um, Shaw got beat in the air for the header that that went in um and yeah I could see I could tell when players were going forward that they were starting to get tired I could see that when we were defending it just looked like they were piling on so much um and that's why we looked so vulnerable but yeah the starting 11 we had tonight I mean it's just it's just an incredible um incredible team Grealish looks just like the main man uh Harry Kane is the main man Sterling looks so good for the country Mount and Grealish were playing that role again where they were um overlapping each other on the left um the pivot looked grey, the centre stones looked rusty at the start and then started to look like he was dribbling out of the box towards the end of the game. Um, and then the fullbacks looked good. Walker had a few misplaced passes, but then he um, picked a few out towards the end as well. Um, so I, I was a bit concerned about the lack of substitution as well towards the end. Um, Chris Uton's done that at Forest this season and last season. You just. You can't, um, you can't keep the same energy levels of the whole team throughout 90 minutes if the other yeah. team's got fresh legs.
0: This is it. And I think my worry is, does Southgate trust his bench to come on and one, make an impact for us to go on and score a goal or hold the game up? And I think that holding the game was important because obviously you want to make sure that we're not conceding. So does he trust the bench to not concede a goal? And that's, that's a bit of a worry for me because we're going into this World Cup, there's obviously going to be more, there's going to be tougher competition in that when it comes, you know, Germany were, without a doubt, the toughest, you know, they should have been on paper, they are the toughest team that we should have played. Obviously, we lost to Italy in the end, I'll be on penalties, but we should come up against probably tougher competition than that. In the World Cup, we are going to need to rotate that squad, without a doubt, because it's, you know, it's competition football, it's tough, it's tiresome. Um, So that's my worry. Does he trust the bench, basically. Um, Moving away from that, um, I want to know from you, in fact, no, go on, what were you going to say to that?
1: No, I was just going to say, I think that um, the ideal move you would think would be tonight to defend the lead, um, move Walker into the back five and put Trent on to cover the right-hand side, or bring on Conor Cody as he's used to a back five and push Kyle, uh, keep Kyle Walker on the right and bring an attacker off. So does he not trust Trent? We've seen that he, Trent couldn't get into the squad in the first place. I personally think that Trent is a liability defensively, which I think is why Gareth tried him in centre midfield against um, Andorra, which I don't think didn't works think worked. necessarily. Uh, I didn't like it. No. So I think he needs to have a little bit of a head wobble with the, the squad um, and have ideas, um, but yeah, I just think he, um, if you're not going to make a substitution at all while you're trying to hold on to a one-nil lead, um, then what's the problem with the defenders? Because I know that Connor Cody was the only centre half that they had, which is why he was warming up for John Stones, and I know that Cody's used to a back five. Yeah. Um, so maybe do you know, what I mean, I don't know what I don't know what his thought process was beyond that with the defence, but yeah.
0: Fair enough. So um, you don't know I'm going to ask you this. So I want to know what your thoughts are on based on just tonight's performance. And to be fair, I kind of I think I know where you're going to go with it. Who would you rather have Kane or Lewandowski?
1: That's a silly question. I know. But, <laughs> no, I,
0: I wrote it down and I thought to myself, I wrote this down at the <laughs> beginning of the game, actually, because I thought, do you know what? They're both probably going to have a good game. You know, Lewandowski did have a couple of moments where you thought, oh, actually, you know what? He could have a moment of glory there, but it didn't obviously come off. And then an outrageous goal that typically Lewandowski never scored. He, well, he does score from outside the box, but he is more of that poacher in the box. And, um, go on, answer the question anyway. Who would you rather have?
1: If my friends are listening to this, which they will be because they'll be in trouble if they don't, they will be <laughs> screaming at you for asking such a question I know. because I I am Mr. Harry Kane and I, you can give me <laughs> anyone. I think the only, the only uh, striker up there that you can contend with um, Harry Kane, that traditional number nine taken away Ronaldo and everything like that is Lewandowski. Um, Kane's better all round um, in every way for me. Um, I've, I've had this argument before Um, I think Lewandowski don't quote me I've not got it in front of me I think he scored 40 odd goals in the Bundesliga last season Um, he didn't get many assists um, but Kane got over 40 goal involvements in the Premier League so I said if you put Kane in Bayern Munich uh, Bayern Munich's team he'd get 40 plus goals easily if you put Lewandowski into Spurs uh, I don't know I don't know. Really he wouldn't, wouldn't get the
0: service, would he, quite simply. When you've got, I mean, I'm not even going to try and start naming off the Bayern Munich, you know, forwards and things like that. But you, you, when you get the service that is as good as it is, up, you know, in that team, and when he is that kind of box, you know, centre forward, number nine, if you like, it's going to be, I heard a stat today, he scores one goal every 43 minutes, something like that. <sighs> He's, he's a great I'm with you based on tonight's game Harry Kane all day long and I am a massive Harry Kane advocate as well I'm gutted that he didn't get his move um, because I want to see him do well his stats warrant that move um, it, well it warrants him getting a trophy at the end of his career or having at least one big major trophy um, but anyway I want we were both talking about it who's going to win the World Cup Can well can England win the World Cup based on not just the qualifiers but obviously they're all around the performance, you know, th- that you've seen recently.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, it's quite simply. Yeah. I think we've got the squad. I think we've got the players. I think we've got the togetherness. Um, I think everyone knows their role. I think everyone can commit to their role. <clears throat> I just want Gareth to make sure that he gets to all in line um, and make sure that he does it all correctly Yeah. Um, and everything comes together. I think that, Italy had that with Mancini. Um, I think Mancini managed to use every strength of Italy's. um, And I'm not too worried about the South American teams, really. Um, Brazil and Argentina and bits like that. I don't think they've got as good a squad team in Europe. So, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, I agree. I think um, I think when, when when the Euros first kicked off and we uh, we had a couple of one nils here and there, I think everyone was a little bit concerned of the lack of goals. But actually, it felt like really good game management when you look back on it. And actually, halfway through the Euros, when you go, well, I'm on a second. We're, we you know we're, we're winning, and that's the main that's the aim of the game, isn't it? So, you know, if we got to the Euros and all of a sudden it was a goal, a goal, and, and that was it, just one goal a game for England, but it was going in the right direction. Who you know, who are we to judge? It's going in the right direction. And that, that's purely and simply it. So for me, yes, they can win it. We've been to a final. We know how to get to a final. And that is the big, that, that was the missing piece. We didn't know how to use game. We didn't know how to manage a game when it came to the final bits. We, we weren't great in the final 10 minutes tonight. It was a case of they they piled on the pressure. It was a wonderful assist. But actually, I think if the right substitutions come together, we're we're going to be absolutely fine. We'll have more players at that point because we'll have more players coming back from injury, you know, all being well and everyone else stays fit and healthy. Um, So I think all in all, we'll be in a good place for Qatar 2022. So let me just move the table away from a dog scratching herself. Um, I'm going to ask you one final question. Who was your man of the match tonight? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I know. Again, I've not. We didn't plan that one either, did we?
1: <laughs> no, and it, it was it was kind of a strange one. There wasn't um, too many outstanding figures for me at all. Um, the thing is, Kane scored the goal, but until then, he wasn't really there. I think um, I think I'm going to give it to Grealish. I think he was just trying to trying to make the game go as much as he could. Um, every time he got the ball, he tried to make something happen. He, he drew his fouls. He caused some havoc um, on the dribble. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm going to give it to Grealish. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Mine goes to Declan Rice. I Thought he played outstanding. I thought he was a great defensive unit, great backup for the uh, just a great front line for the defense. I thought he played brilliantly going forward, interlinked with all the other players. Well, um, him and his best buddy Mason Mount. That you know that you can tell that there's such a good cohesion between the two of them. Um, so yeah, fair play. Um, before we finish off that referee will give me one sentence what oh, do you think
1: <laughs> absolutely just a ju- championship level referee and uh, I have no lower opinion of anyone in the world than a championship referee he was a championship referee uh, but worse they would oh my god that Calvin Phillips yellow card he wasn't even looking at the player he just he just was putting his foot down um, it wasn't a yellow maybe a foul um, and then a few minutes later Yoziak that little Sheep from Derby. Um, I do not like Derby. Um, he he absolutely who did he clean out? Was it Grealish?
0: Yeah, I think it was Grealish. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. he put his, his studs up, went straight through him. Referee just went, Oh, yes, yeah, just a foul,
0: ladies like, and a gentlemen. I did try and say to him one sentence because I knew how much he would go into it. <laughs> He's been texting me all evening saying, Oh, this, that, and the other. <laughs> I asked him for one sentence. I really did try. I really did. No, he couldn't do it. Um, I, I, yeah, the same. I think the, um, I think, you know, he, he let far too much pass when it came to, you know, our, excuse me, their, their players. And I thought there were studs up in certain tackles that that just shouldn't have been allowed. And yeah. Anyway, right then, we'll we'll call it there. Thank you very much to everyone for listening, and uh, we will see you at some point in the near future. Thank you.